You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm just a poor wayfaring stranger Traveling through this world below Welcome to Death, Grief, and Other Shit We Don't Discuss. I'm Kyle McMahon. Mediums, psychics, intuitives, sensitives, seers, clairvoyants. We call them many things. The history of mediums and their connection to our loved ones spans centuries and cultures, intertwining one's spirituality, belief systems, and the human desire to communicate with the departed. Ancient civilizations revered oracles and shamans acting as intermediaries between the living and the dead. In the 19th and early 20th centuries, spiritualism gained popularity as a movement that sought to establish contact with deceased loved ones, and mediums played a central role in spiritualist gatherings, conducting seances and using various techniques to channel spirits. Many claim to have the ability to hear or see the spirits and relay their messages to those seeking solace or closure from their loved ones. During this period, mediums often utilize such tools as Ouija boards, automatic writing, and table tipping to facilitate communication. These methods became widely recognized and were both intriguing and controversial attracting believers and skeptics alike to find out what was behind this. The rise of photography also brought forth the phenomenon of spirit photography, where individuals claimed to capture images of departed loved ones alongside the living. Over time, mediums and their practices evolved with the advancements in technology. In the 20th century, mediums embraced new forms of communication, such as telephone and radios, to connect with the spirit world, and today, computers and the internet. Some claim to receive messages through electronic devices, and that's known as electronic voice phenomenon, or EVPs, 
While others explored the use of psychics and clairvoyance as mediums to bridge the gap between the living and the dead. In more recent years, the advent of the internet and all of the digital platforms and social media applications has given rise to an entire new era of mediumship. Online mediums now offer virtual readings and communications with loved ones through video calls, chat sessions, and email exchanges. Social media platforms have also become spaces where individuals seek comfort and share their experiences of connecting with departed loved ones. But throughout history, mediums have provided solace, closure, and healing for individuals grieving over the loss of loved ones. And while the legitimacy of mediumship is often debated and heavily scrutinized, the desire to connect with departed loved ones remains a powerful aspect of the human experience all across the world. And mediums continue to adapt and explore new avenues for communication, offering a sense of hope and connection to those seeking to transcend the boundaries between life and death. I met Reverend Angela Apt at Fellowships of the Spirit, a beautiful building built as a center for spiritual development and self-discovery, just right outside of the gates of Lilydale, New York. I hadn't met Angela before, as Nate, a producer with iHeart, made the contacts, and Angela had zero idea about my background or who I was or why I was even there. I was going into this blind, and so was she. I was curious about how Reverend Apt had gotten to Lilydale in the first place, not just what physically led her to this hamlet, but what life circumstances led her to this, her true calling. I realized that I could connect to spirit and realized I could connect to loved ones when I was about 17 years old, We actually working at a bank. Which is, which, which is not where you would have expected right. it, right? And from there, I ended up actually coming to Lilydale and getting a reading with Elaine Thomas, who, that, which is where we are now, is, is in her place. And I remember I, I, I went for two or three readings to her, and my friend kept telling me to tell Elaine that I could do this too, wow. you know? And, and I didn't. So like I waited probably about the third reading or so. I felt like I was confessing, you know, yeah. that I could do this. And, you know, and, and Elaine said, you know, it's not as big a deal as you think it is. It's actually your natural birthright. We are all connected to spirit and to our loved ones. It's something we can all do and all connected to our intuition. And then she said, by the way, I have a school. You could get better at it and understand more of what you're doing if you came to my school. And and, and at that time, I was I had no idea there were schools. I actually now come back and I teach in the school. That's so, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And if people may not know, what, what does spirit mean exactly? I, I always feel like spirit is you're connecting to a higher power. Okay. Like, you know, um, your higher self. Um, maybe spirit guides or loved ones on the other side. So probably like I'm saying spirit and it's all that. Okay. You know. So somebody might call it God. Somebody God, might call it the universe, whatever. 100%. Okay. 100%. We're all, or so many of us are talking about the same thing no matter what we call it. I think so too. Yeah. Higher power, which is God. Right. Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. So so now you, you actually you own a business. Yeah. Um, in Williamsville. Yes. And tell me about that. 
It's Santosha Holistic Center, which Santosha means contentment of the body, mind, and spirit. Okay. Which was the, sort of our intention for the place. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I teach classes there. So, so I teach people how to connect to their intuition, okay, um, their mediumship abilities, uh, meditation, because I feel meditation is one of the most important things. Um, and I do readings there too. That's awesome. Yeah. When did you say, you know what, I've got to stop doing the you know, traditional job or whatever, and I've really got to follow this. Yeah. I've been doing it for a long time, so I'd say different things kind of led me. But opening up Santosha happened after my mom passed away. So my mom passed away, and I, and, and my mother was always somebody that said, follow your dreams mm-hmm. and don't let your fears get in the way. Like, go for it. So after she died, I heard that, you know, I just kept feeling like I heard it in my head over and over again. And I had signs all the time that she was around. And I finally thought, I'm, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to open this up. I'm going to make this my path. I'm going to quit my regular, my, my, my regular job and, and make this my, my life. It's amazing the gifts that I find we keep receiving from people that have passed on I that know. we love. You I know. know, I know. Um, They're helping us. They help us from the, from the other side. I truly you know? believe yeah, they that. They don't really leave us. They leave the physical body because something goes wrong with the physical body, but but their soul 100% still exists. Yeah. It's, you know, that's a great intro to some of my questions is, in your belief, what, what does death mean? It, it really like, you know, I, I feel it's our soul, you know, we're, we're all spirit, you know, mm-hmm. we're all like soul in, in a human body. Our, I always feel like our body is our vehicle that allows us to have the experiences. And so when we die, our soul leaves. And usually it's because something, a weakness in the body or the body gets ill or whatever happens. And and our our soul to me is still whole and still is I always feel like it's a veil. I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, no, okay. I no, I totally it's, understand. Yeah, it's it, it's a veil that we cross to on the other side. I was because I feel my mother is here now. Mm. You know, kind of kind of egging me along and all excited that I'm doing this, and probably yours too, right. right? Yeah, yeah. And so, but 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 it feels like they're they're right there, kind of behind a veil, talking to me, and I can hear them. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and is that how? Is it like? audible is it in hear it in your like mind how does that come across in my mind okay yeah so so it's it's telepathic communication or mind language so what you do when when you're talking to spirit is you kind of learn and we do this all the time Mm -hmm. like how many times like do do you get a feeling all of a sudden somebody comes to your mind that you haven't talked to in a long time and then they call you the next day right yeah yeah and and they came to your mind because they were thinking of you and they called you so Mm -hmm. so that's how that happens right it's all it's that's the exact same way spirit communicates with us so anybody really can do it it, it, it's about paying attention to pictures that come into your mind or words or even just feelings. And, you know, it's interesting that you say that because my mom, that would happen to her all the time. She would say, you know, you know, I've been thinking about X person. Yeah. And then later that day, that X person would call. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, I was just saying to Kyle, yes. you know, that I haven't talked to you in a few months and you just popped in my mind. And it's interesting how often it happened to her. Yeah. She was very in touch emotionally with people, yeah. wore her heart on her sleeve. Yeah. And it's cool to hear you say that because it's like making me think of 
all the times she said that to me, right. you know. Yeah, and probably the times it's happened to you. Or gut, yeah. gut feelings, too. You know, anytime you're getting a gut feeling about something, I, I feel like if I live my life according to my gut feelings, I'm always in the right direction. Yeah. Because that's, that's also spirit communicating with us or our loved ones. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Oprah says life will throw, you know, a whisper at you, like, yes. hey, you need to do this. And then if you ignore it, it's like a pebble. Yes. You know, your way, yeah. and then eventually it's like, hello, like, are you? It gets a little louder, yeah. <laughs> a little louder, until you finally say, okay, I got it, I got right. it, I'll do it. I'll, mine is always slow down, you know, I'll see yeah. it on a billboard, and then somebody will say it, and then finally I'll go to the grocery store, and the cashier will say it, and I'm like, all right, I got it, slow down, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, it's amazing, and if we don't listen, yeah, you know, we miss those signs that, yeah. you know, it's pretty incredible what we get yeah you know because sometimes we miss them later on and you say oh i knew i shouldn't have gone that way home or mm -hmm. you know i knew i should have you know trusted that person or not trusted or whatever right yeah yeah so in death do you believe that our spirit the spirit of the person who has passed lives on here is it like another plane like how does that what are you thinking? Um, I always feel um, like another plane, you know, but it, but it's right here. Mm -hmm. You know, it, 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 it's not far away because my mother, you know, I was lucky. My mother talked to me about this stuff before she crossed over because she knew this is what I did for a living, mm -hmm. you know. So but but my mother has shown me that, you know, I, yeah, I, I have the house I loved the most when I was here, you know, and I'm still out there doing my gardening and doing like some of the same things just right, you know, right near you. Mm -hmm. And and and. It, and if you call out to me, I can hear you. So I can call out to her. And sometimes I do it. Hey, mom, where are you with my voice? And then sometimes in mind language, and she's right here, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think I think it's easier when you're there because you don't have a physical body. So you can move around. Like, right. you know, you don't have to get in a car and drive. Yeah. I think they can do it just like with thought. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know that when I go, um, I would love to come and visit my loved ones. Of I always course. joke. Uh, that I'm going to mess with some of my friends or loved ones and like, you know, they'll like walk into the bathroom and I'll have written like on the uh, mirror, like, you know, get out. But then I put like, <laughs> LOL, just kidding, you <laughs> just know, just kidding. Yes, um, yes. Just because why wouldn't I want to be? Yeah, you want to be. Yeah, because yeah, you, you can assist them. You can see things, you know, here, you know, we kind of see we have our physical eyes so I can see you and kind of what's around. When, when you're on the other side, you get a bigger picture, mm -hmm. you know. So I, so you can come back and be a huge assistance to your loved ones. Right. I know it because cause the loved ones come to me when I'm doing readings, you know, or having sessions with people, and they get guidance all the time. They never come. Like, like they'll come with evidence, you know, and, and give me proof that, it, that it's them. Mm -hmm. For sure, you know, and I'll, and I'll give it to the person. But they always have a message, too. Like my mother, you know, I could hear her saying even now, like, are you kidding me? I'm definitely going to give you my two cents. I'm in, you know. So, yeah, that's what they do. It's yeah. awesome. It really is. I mean, and if you are open to receiving it, you know, what a gift that is. Yeah. You know, yes. because through this with my mom, you know, at the end, um, you know, her last day, she said, uh, now I'm getting upset, but that's okay. Um, Tears are okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. The la her last day, she said, "Whenever you need me, just talk to me. I'm there. I promise you." Yeah. And she said, "You know, I uh, if you're having a bad day, just talk to me. I'm yeah. right there with you. I yeah. promise you that." Yeah. And I believe that, yeah. you know, and I believe that my mom helped 
my mom to understand that. Yeah. You know, my mom, who had just passed a few months before yeah, my she mom. she kind of guided her over probably. And, exactly. Yeah. And then my mom gave me that gift mm -hmm. to, to be able to say, you know, when you want to talk to me, just talk. And, you know, you might not see me, but I'm right there. And yeah. um, and then if you talk to her, and then, and then you, I always tell people this, like, and then just be silent for a minute, you know, or close your eyes, and then notice what thoughts come into your mind, and that's her talking back to you, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Always, yeah. Yeah. Um, ask for signs. I, I think that's important, too. You know, if I ask my mother for signs, okay. I've even said, said to my mother, like, that's pretty good, but can you give me a better one, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'll get something better. Yeah. Yeah. And... And do you, you have to give yourself the time and, and space to hear it, right? Yes. Like, do you mean the sign? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can't, you can't say, I want this to be the sign or this specific right. thing. You have to say, if you ask for a sign, you'll get it, but you're right. Stay open to what, what that's going to be. And okay. Yeah. I love that. Want to hear um, one of my mom's? Want to hear one? Absolutely. Okay, all right. So, okay, so my mom um, always said that her mom came to her. She'd see the, the numbers 129, and that was my mom's address growing up. So my mother said, I'll come to you with 252, right? So I'll wake up in the middle of the night, and it's 252. Wow. Yeah. yeah or, or I'll find myself looking at the clock, and it's 252, yeah. or I'm behind license plates, and I keep seeing 252. So I said to my mom, like, that's pretty good, but, you know, I, I want something better. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know for sure that you're here. So, so one night I'm sound asleep and I wake up and I'm thinking I'm going to look and it's going to be two five two, and I look at the clock and it's it's three o three. You know, and I'm like, oh, now I'm awake. I'm never going to fall back asleep. Yeah. Like, why am I waking? You know, you hate when that happens. Yeah. Right. And and, and so so I lay my head back down and try to go back to sleep. And I look like at, at the digital numbers three o three. And if you look at those kind of sideways, that's M O M. Oh wow! Yeah, and wow. so and I could kind of hear my mom in my head say, "How's that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good, yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, I I was telling you the story about with the tattoo and and the yeah, Facebook thing, and it's that. like, you know, my mom connected to all of her friends on Facebook, and she would post like dance. She was a dance teacher, so she would post like lessons on there and stuff like that. So it was kind of appropriate that you know i see this you know joanne liked your post and then it was about the freaking tattoo which was like i know, I know. Uh, that was... your mom liked it after she was on the other side exactly yeah that's yeah you know i mean yeah. it's just um there's no explanation for that I, I called my dad and i was like were you on like mom's phone or anything and he was like no i'm downstairs her phone's upstairs why what's up and i'm like so mom's phone is upstairs and he's like, yeah, I've been in meetings all day. What's going on? Like, he's like, he's like, what are you getting at? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay. So this just happened. <laughs> I have to tell you the story. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, wow, that's, you know, pretty incredible. It's a I mean, sign. Yeah. yeah. It's a sign. Like they want, they, it's ener energy. Somehow they do that with energy. My, when my uncle died, um, his, my aunt's phone was in her purse. My uncle loved the phone and, and her, and so her phone was in her purse turned off. Her, she, they were leaving the hospice where he was, and her, and the phone, the phones, the off phone started ringing, and it was him. Wow. Um, yeah, and his phone also was in her purse yeah. turned off. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a sign. Like they they figure out ways that they want us to know they love us. Mm -hmm. You know, like my mother, you know, wants to know what's going on. You yeah. know, there's no way she's not going to know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. How do we connect 
with them. How can somebody listening, how can I, how do you connect with your mom or any loved ones that have passed on? The easiest way I would say is take a picture of, of them and talk talk to them. You know, look at the picture. It's easier. And, and, and mom, how are you? I need some guidance or I need some advice on this. Okay. And kind of make, make it clear and then close your eyes and just note. You have to, it's, it's that telepathic communication or mind language and just notice what comes into your mind and you'll get your answer, mm. you know. Yeah. Okay. That's that, awesome. Did that make sense? Yeah, That's absolutely. Okay, yeah, it works. I actually taught that class in Lilydale um, last summer, and I've taught it at Santosh as well. And and it's uh, knowing how to connect to your loved ones on the other side and get clear messages from them and know for sure it's them. I love teaching it because I love doing readings, but I love to teach it because because you can do it for yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. where what is the class called? Connecting to your loved ones on the other side. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I'm pretty sure that's what we call it. We've called it different things. Yeah, but, but it's something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've always wondered, like, you know, I'm, I'm so busy all the time. And I want to make sure that I'm giving space to allow her to connect with me. Yeah. You know, and... I didn't know how to do that, so yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's just I think it's it's learning how to communicate a different way. You know, it's still mm-hmm. communicating, but she doesn't have a physical body, so she can't do it with her voice. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah so it's all in mind. Do you think that so all of uh, you know my mom has passed, my pup up, yeah. my my other grandparents, um, my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, when we pass away, do we all? reunite again are we all together mm-hmm. yeah 100 mm-hmm. yeah it's so comforting to know that there's no doubt in angela's mind that i'll be reunited once again with my loved ones while i believe in my soul that this is true that i will be reunited once again the confidence of someone who is quite clearly in touch with the other side Feels like a warm hug from mom and mum and pup-up and grandma and grandpa and all my other loved ones there. When we return, Reverend App shares her own story of her mom's passing, and the similarities to my mom's passing are eerie, with both of them talking about loved ones on the other side. And later, you'll hear my full, unedited reading from Reverend App. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As Reverend Angela Apt and I discuss the afterlife, our loved ones, and contacting the other side, I quickly realized how many similarities our stories had. And doing this entire series, I've been realizing how many people who have loved ones that crossed over also have many similarities in those final moments. Continuing the conversation on reuniting with our loved ones on the other side, Reverend Apt shares her own personal story. I was there when my mom passed, and, and my sister was too. My mom wanted us to be with her. We, I felt like we were guiding her, and she was kind of showing us, and of course showing us in the mind language thing, mm-hmm. that she was kind of like stepping out of her body in a peaceful way and into my grandmother's arms. Mm-hmm. And I was real aware of like, we had family, Italian family picnics, and she was walking into one of those. It was a celebration. You know, yeah, yeah. Just like when a baby is born here, we have that big celebration. Mm-hmm. And I feel that when somebody crosses over, what I, what I've seen and evidence I've gotten or whatever is, it's the same thing. It makes sense, and it's really funny that you say that because my mom, uh, you know, I was lucky enough, although I didn't know that at the time, I was lucky enough to be by her side in you know her final hours mm-hmm. yeah she passed sleepily that night but i was able to it's an honor um, right that you got to be with her it yeah, is i and, feel that you know i got to hold her hand and talk to her and she was there mm-hmm. but then she would like go away yeah. and then come back and yeah. at one point she was talking about her mom yeah. and how she saw her standing there yeah and uh she said something to the effect of you know she's there bringing me yeah and you know we took that to mean that she's bringing her on the other side. Oh, 100%. You know? Yeah. That, I feel that they're there. Like my, my mother said that too about my grandmother was there too. And my mother kind of s- could see her, you mm-hmm. know, and I felt like my grandmother and, and my grandfather and my aunt was there and just kind of waiting, you know, until she was ready, ready to go. Yeah. People go when they're ready to go. Yeah. You know? my, yeah. My, my mother waited. They kept saying like the hospice would come in and they'd say, 
she doesn't her she has no blood pressure she's going to be gone today and then she'd keep on she, she kept until my brother came you yeah. know she waited until my brother came yeah and, and it's interesting you know because it's very similar to with my mom um you know my mom really waited until she saw my mom because mm -hmm. my mom was sick at that time so it took her a little longer to get ready and mm -hmm. to go over there and um and my mom was like she doesn't have to come blah 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 and uh and i was like my mom's of course she's gonna come and she was like it's a lot for you know mm -hmm. my mom's still in her final hours thinking about yeah, everybody else yeah that's what happens yeah and, and um and i'm like mom of course she's coming like she's already getting ready like it's yeah. not a question yeah and then when my mom got there it was like everybody that was able that was like in our region mm -hmm. was able to be there with her yeah and then you know then and then she was okay, and then it's like, okay, she she had to make sure everybody was okay. Exactly. And when she saw that, then she crossed. Yeah. yeah. And with my mom, you know, I truly believe that, and, you know, I've talked to my dad about this and stuff, that she waited until she knew that I was going to be okay yeah, yeah. before. Oh, I bet. Because she knew how tough it was going to be for me. And yes. um, I can't tell you how many people have now told me that your mom made me promise her that I would, you know, watch, watch over, over you and make yeah. sure you're going to yeah. be okay. And like, then I heard somebody else say she wanted to make sure you were going to be okay. And I'm yeah. like, okay, she was telling, you know, a few yeah. people this. Because she loves you so much. Yeah. And she, and she still does. Yeah. She wants to make sure. My my mother called would call up on the phone all the time and, and make me write down her words of wisdom. You know? I love that. Because I want you to have this stuff after. And by the way, when your sisters and brothers are sad, then you can pull out the notebook and you, you can you can give them my words of wisdom. They'll feel better. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. And it, it, little did I know she was doing that with all of us. Right. So we all right. have, have different words of wisdom. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know... Then she finally asked me, you know, that day, mm -hmm. the day she passed, she said, um, Kyle, I just need to know that you're going to be okay. And for days, probably a week or two, she kept asking me that. Are you going to yeah. be okay? Yeah. And I'm like, Mom, you're not going anywhere. We're not talking about this. Yeah. And I would change the subject. Yeah. And then a few days later, she'd be like, Kyle, I need to know, is everything going to be okay with you? Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mom, stop. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm not having this conversation. I said the same thing. Stop it. Mm -hmm. And then finally, what ended up her being her last day, I'm just like, oh my god, fine. Yeah. Let's talk about it. You yeah. know. And I wasn't. I didn't actually say that, but I did. Thinking to I myself, did you? I, mean, yeah, I did. I did say I that. I love that because my mother did the same thing. And even with me doing what I do, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Because I don't want to face it. Mm -hmm. And I hope that you know somehow we'd have a miracle and she'd live. So yeah. I did say that. Fine. What do you want to say? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I said, you know, I was like, uh, you know, okay, let's talk about it. And mm -hmm. um, she said, you know, I need to know. Are you going to be okay? Yeah. And then, you know, now she started crying and then I'm crying and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I promise you that I will find a way yeah. to get through it. Yeah. And she was like, you got to promise me. You've got to promise you're going to be okay. And I'm like, I promise, you know, yeah. and I said, you know, you've been, you have gotten me through yeah. all of this, yeah. uh, you know, my entire life, you've yeah. been my rock and I don't know how I'm going to be okay, I'll find a way for you, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, yeah. um, and that's, she needed to hear that. Like you mm -hmm. gave her peace, right? Yeah. And, and, and then even though you miss her, you're okay. Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, I and don't sad. always feel I know, okay. I know, but, I know, but, I know. But yeah, I, know. I mean, me I'm... Me too, me too. You know, there were some days, especially early on, where I was just like, do I even want to live? Like, my mom, mom's gone, my mom's gone. I know. What is the point of life? Yeah. And I didn't want to die, but I'm just like, do I want to live? You want to, yeah, you, yeah, you don't want to go on. You don't know what to do. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like the world goes on. You and know, you for don't. everybody yeah. else, and everything is so different. You know, I, I remember, like, I'd wa- put the TV on and see a show that my mother watched, mm-hmm. and I'd think, wow, like, that's still on, yeah. and she's not here watching yeah. it. Like, how weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, when I would have those thoughts, I would say, well, you promised her. You know what yes. I mean? Like, you don't have a choice now. That's why she made you promise, because exactly. she knew that. Exactly. She knew it. And, you know, I'm finding she had so much meaning in her life, and still has so much meaning to me, but I'm trying to find meaning in her death. Yeah. Which kind of on a small scale, but also on a bigger scale, small scale being like pancreatic cancer and, you know, so I'm working on that with the foundation and, yeah. and that sort of thing. But on the bigger scale, I don't want such a big heart and such a big person and personality to just stop. Yeah. And so I, you know, that's part of why I'm doing this. Like, I want to know, you know, what happens. Her life like, meant something. Exactly. And, right. And so, yeah. And, and so you're doing this to help other people. I did. I, that's why I opened up my center, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah, because my mom died and I, and I thought I want to do something too. If you come to my center right on the shelf when you walk in is her picture. You right. Know? Yeah. Because I did it. She kind of gave me the, the inspiration and the courage. Yeah. Yeah. To help other people. Yeah. And it's yeah. amazing because, you know, our, our stories in some ways are, are similar. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they both resulted in, you know, you are helping other people, and I hope that this series will oh, yeah. help other it people. Will. It will. Um, because I figure, you know, if I went on Oprah, you know, and cried in front of the world, like, over that whole situation. You did that, yeah. You know, I can, I can toughen it out for my mom. Yeah. If, if it means yeah. that that helps other people. Yeah, it, it's like what you're doing is starting the conversation, you know, about something that we, you and I didn't want to talk about it to our moms, mm-hmm. and nobody wants to talk about it. Luckily, we had, like, mothers that made us talk mm-hmm. about it, right? Because yeah. it helped us, yeah. you know, and, and so if we can get other people to talk about it, too, we're all going to die, mm-hmm. you know? It's not something that we can hide from. You know, we're going we're gonna to age, and, and whatever's going to happen, that we're, we're all going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Can't escape it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that, that is... I, I would say the one thing that is inevitable is that all of us are going to die at know, some point. I know, and I think that we all try to avoid, we don't want to talk about it mm-hmm. or we're afraid. And that the, I, I always felt like with me doing readings and, and the work that I do, that I wanted to kind of spread that too, to let people know it's, it's not, it isn't done. You right. Know? So you cross, you know, you, you, your soul, you know, is out of your physical body, but you continue on. You know, like you didn't learn everything that you learned in your life for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it goes on. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and that's one thing that I am learning is that, you know, before my mom passing, like, I just kind of thought that's the end, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you die and then that's it. That's it. Yeah. And I, I even grew up Catholic and me too. And I, oh, really? Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I believe in a higher power and, mm-hmm. me too. Um, me too. and the in God, I believe heaven. in God. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And, um, and whether you call it heaven or whatever, I believe in another plane yeah. of, of, us and and it is like a heaven you know it is but yeah go ahead yeah oh no no worries and um and i you know all of that while i believed that and and still do i you know 
it still was fine final for me mm-hmm. because it never really affected me mm-hmm, so so i'm always like oh yeah you go to heaven or whatever you call it and and that's the end of that yeah uh but now we're talking about my mom and then oh, my yeah. mom yeah. and it's like wait so does that mean like they're just there and i'm here and i'll never interact with them or feel them again until that till i die or whatever but what i'm learning is that no that's not no it's not final yeah it's not final at all yeah this journey i'm glad that i'm going on it it's really rough uh but i'm I'm, it is i'm glad you're saying it's rough because it is hard you know and you do have to cry yeah you know and you do it you 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 have to feel it you know i i I told you the story earlier about my mom because my stepfather died from the same thing as my mm-hmm. mom, like a year before she was diagnosed with being sick. And and, and I remember like going over, because I hated seeing my mom that upset and, mm-hmm. and cry. My mother was a strong one, you know, and to see her kind of falling apart. And, you know, and I'm the oldest and my sisters both said, you're the oldest, you have to go talk to mom, you know, and help her and get her to a place that she's not crying all the time. Yeah. You know, let her know she's strong, you know. So so I go over and I, you know, and, and I start the conversation and mom, you know, you're pretty strong, you're gonna be okay. and you know, and, and trying to get her to stop crying. Mm-hmm. And she looked at me, you know, and, and only as an Italian mother could mm-hmm. and said, yeah, um, Angela, shut up right now. I don't want to <laughs> hear that. You know, she said, I want to cry, you know, because every one of these tears is for Ron. That's my stepdad's name. And um, and he was worth it, you know, so so it's important to feel it. I mm-hmm. think we always try to we want to like I did with my mom. I wanted to make her feel better, you know, or like when, when I do readings and, and somebody starts to cry, I, I've learned this. I always have tissues nearby, but I don't hand them a tissue ever. And the reason I don't is because that's like you're saying dry your tears, mm, you know, yeah. and we do that too much in our yeah. society. I think, you know, we need to feel. Yeah. Right? I had a friend, very, very, very close friend that knew my mom well had been to you know holidays at my parents house and stuff and um when i told him when the funeral was he was like oh i'm not gonna go and i was like huh and he was like um i don't do the the funeral thing and the crying and all like i can't see Uh... that and i'm like it hurt me but then i realized how hurt of a person he must be yeah to not be able to see others cry yeah. let alone show your vulnerability yeah and that because we all cry i mean and if you don't i mean i, I think there's a bigger problem but, yeah yeah but um but we're taught to we i've always heard this like be strong yeah Just like i kind of went and said that to my mom i'm yeah. almost, i'm like ashamed in a way i even did that mm-hmm. because you know it's yeah you can still be strong and cry yeah you gotta feel your feelings of course yeah yeah and it's funny because you know similarly uh with my mom she never thought she was strong and everybody that knows her, you know, is like, your mom's so strong, blah, 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 you know. Uh, and she never gave herself that uh, that acknowledgement of how yeah. strong she was. And I similarly was would say, you know, I, I could not stand to see her cry. No. And, um, like, it would immediately make me cry. And yeah. um, she would say, you know, I'm hurting from chemo or whatever. and I'm, And I'll be like... Uh, well, you know, 48 hours, those effects go away and we're at 42 hours. So just hold on. You're yeah, good. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, she was gracious enough most times, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, most times to <laughs> let it go. But yeah. I think sometimes it got to her and she would say like, Kyle, I'm, I'm going to be in pain sometimes. Like yeah. I have cancer, yeah. you know, and it's not all roses. And because I was always 
the positive. Yeah, uh, and you're trying to be positive. That's why you said all that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, oh, we'll just manifest it and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And the bottom line is, you know, she's right. She has cancer. Like, mm-hmm. there's going to be... It's, there's going to be pain. It's not roses, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And, there's um, going to be good days, bad days. And, exactly. Yeah. And, and you, she's allowed to have those, and yeah. I should have. And she, you know, I talked to her about it later, and she was like, of course, Kyle, I know... She understood. What you well, she understood because yeah. she's probably the one that taught you to be positive, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so she got it. Yeah, she got it. Yeah, like like that's interesting. You say that because when somebody's dying, we have to let them be where they are too, because yeah. they're dealing with whatever's going on for them. Yeah, as well, right? yeah, and it's their yeah. journey. You know, she made some decisions on her cancer journey that I'm like, what the f are you doing? Yeah. But then, you know, talking to my therapist. You know, my therapist was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm telling my mom that she's not doing that. She's going to do this instead and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it's not your journey. You don't have, you're not the one who has cancer. If she wants to, um, you know, say to herself, and I'm just making this up, but say to herself, I'll I'll give myself a year of chemo. And then if it's still progressing, I'm not doing that. It's not your call to make, Kyle. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's my mom and I'm, she's not going to, you know. And um, I did that too. Yeah, and I re- I, I had too. to realize that, like, you know, I probably would do the same thing. I, I mean, and that's not what she did. She, you know, she never gave up. Right. But that's what I was thinking: is it's giving up. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, is it's not. If if I come to the terms that I have a year to live, I may not want to live that final year getting radiation or right. chemo or whatever. Right. I might want to just live my life. Yeah, and some people choose to do it yeah. that way because they don't want the effects from the chemo. And you're right, my, my mother did that too. And we were like, no, I said it to her. No, mom, you're not doing that, you know? And she said the same thing, I have to do it my way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I remember I remember my mom going, my mother was a healthy eater, like very healthy and, you know, exercised all the time. and. And when she got cancer, she, she had my nephew go out right away and buy her a five-pound box of chocolates, you know, <laughs> and she put him in the closet. And we're like, Mom, Mom, you can't eat yeah. sugar. Like, that's not good for this. And she said, are you kidding me? I did that for all these years. Now I'm here. I'm going I'm to eat as much candy as I want, yeah. you know? Yeah, so. yeah. And it, it, it's, it's yeah, funny. It's funny. With my, with my mom, we did the same thing. She ended up, she beat cancer three times. Um, and ended up with a, I forget what it's called, but it's basically like a degenerative disease where your lungs crystallize. Oh. I forget what it's called. And so we were trying to keep her healthy and blah, 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 blah. And she would always have candy here or, uh, you know, she had a sweet tooth. And sometimes we'd be like, mom, mom, like, you know, you had ice cream for breakfast or whatever. And, and she's like, and? And then it like gets to the point where it's like, you know what, you're like in your mid 80s to late 80s like how long how much longer if we say no you can't eat candy like is it going to give her another 30 years like no like let let her eat candy you know my father-in-law i remember um he he um was in his 80s and i can't remember what was wrong he had a few few health issues and we had caregivers that came over and helped him and one played poker with him all the time Mm -hmm. and and she and she'd always have crackers and cheese and pepperoni and everyone said he can't have the pepperoni you know (laughs) and i said the same thing like let him have the pepperoni yeah 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 let him or let him do it but i guess like back to what you were saying is let people do it their way right 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 and what's right for them yeah i mean what i want what i wanted could have not extended her life at all and then she would have had to deal with the effects of that yeah whereas uh 
you know, if if it happened the way she wanted, whether it gave her six months or the year that they gave her, which they didn't give her a time. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. theoretically, she went out on her terms. Yeah. And, like, that's My mom too. way more respectful than, you know, me dictating... Yeah. What I want for her life, yeah, you know. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I think it's but I think it's a, that we're so afraid to lose them, mm-hmm. right? And especially cuz we feel like we're losing them and and maybe that's going to be it yeah. we're never going to have another connection that we we grab onto any hope. It's like this this little thing or this is going to be it or you know, if if my mother doesn't eat the candy, that that's mm-hmm. going to save her life. Yeah. And I think that's why we do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it's all about you get to like it's accepting it, right? It's mm-hmm. like at first everybody's in shock, you know, and then you, and and I think like that Elizabeth Kubler Ross on um, the seven stages of dying mm-hmm. and, and, and grieving and all that. Like I think those are really true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still to this that's, day that's the best book. It, it is so good. Yeah, and I, I still to this day I like I don't and probably none of us do them linear linearly. You know, it's like I'll go to one to four. You know, it's like I'm like grieving acceptance, and then it's like no, I'm not accepting it. And then tomorrow I'm you know, and I'm mad, and anger, right? Anger's part of it too. Like this isn't fair, yeah. You know, and or that I'll do anything. I remember praying like I'll mm-hmm. do anything, just let my mom be here, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And then you you get to accept it, you know, because you love them, and and you you just you don't have a choice, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and you know, there came a point with her where I just kind of had to accept that I mean I could see her and see she was just bones yeah. and this is not my healthy mom that yeah. just looked normal two months ago Yeah, and I was still you know like she'll get better yeah, yeah. she's gonna get better yeah. and you know they're coming out with different you know something every day oh, it's mom, new mom. stuff yeah. and yeah and, and, so- um, and the kind of crazy thing is that what kind of life was that in her life? Like it was, it would have been selfish of me yeah. to have her keep holding on yeah. in the state that she was. Hundred percent, yeah. Because it would have been for me, yeah. You know, and what yeah. she's gonna be sixty-five pounds for another year, so yeah. in the hopes that there's a new treatment that comes out yeah. or whatever, and you know, she went her way, and that's really, I mean. I think all of us deserve that. We all do. Yeah, but but that's, I know what you mean, because I looked at my mom and thought the same thing. But then, like, it's almost where, like, I remember saying to her, like, at first you're, you're, you're saying, like, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I remember saying, Mom, it's okay if you go. Yeah. Like, we're all going to be okay. Don't worry. I'll keep the family together. But, you know, we can see that it, this isn't good for you anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and I remember at one point, towards the end, because I would go over there to my parents and um and I couldn't see her in pain for long periods of time but I also wanted to see her. Yeah. So I would go over there and she'd just be wailing in pain and um yeah. and then I'd have to leave like after a few minutes and I'd be like, "Mom, I love you," you know. Yeah. And then I would just go to the car and cry and I'm like yeah. there was one point and I you know, I was like to myself, "Take her." Take, you know, too. because this is not yeah. fair. It's awful because you don't want to see him like that. Yeah. Either, you know, and I felt guilty about that. Oh, I was just going to say that because in readings like, like that, hap- I get that all the time that I'll have people I'll be giving a said a, a daughter a reading about her mom. And, and I'll say your mom is, is showing me that you told her it was OK to go. 
you know, and, and that and that you regret so much that you did that because maybe if you wouldn't have said that, she'd still be here. Mm-hmm. But you know that your mom couldn't do it anymore. You right. know, you know, her body, there was no quality of life for her and she was in a lot of pain. And and she thanks you so much for saying that because that allowed release her. I feel like I'm saying that to you. Yeah. That yeah, that that like that, you know, that released her to go, you know, to this other place that isn't you know it's away from you physically but it really isn't mm-hmm. you know she's still with you just as much and and she's out of that physical body that wasn't good anymore yeah you know yeah, yeah. it wasn't a good vehicle for her i always feel like it's a vehicle that allows us experiences mm-hmm. and she wasn't having that anymore yeah yeah you know it's it's something i had to kind of you know that i still i i forgive myself for yeah but I just remember thinking those words, and I'm like, how could I ever think that about my mom? I know. I remember thinking it too, and, and thinking like, is this ever going to be over? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's awful. It was awful for all of us, yeah. you know, for us to see her, yeah. and for her, and especially for her to to be in this this state she was in. And it kind of got to be. It was like time for her to cross. Mm-hmm. Time for her to go be with my grandmother. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So and my stepfather too. Right. I remember that too. Like she, he was in the room too. Yeah. So yeah. So what do you? From all of the people that have spoken to you for their loved ones, what do you think is the most common element of them? And what I mean is, like, what do you hear that they most want to convey to oh, their loved that, ones? that they still want to help them, that they love them. You know, they, they want to give... Um, as much evidence to me as they can so that you know for sure it's your mom mm. you know and they it, it, you know they they want to know that there's they still have a presence they didn't just disappear that's huge because we all worry about that or like a parent mm. that loses a child you worry so much about your kids anyway and, and and when and when a child crosses over you're so worried and then the child wants to don't worry about me here's what i'm doing now you know yeah i'm okay yeah that's awesome yeah I love, yeah, it, it's always so heartbreaking mm-hmm. to do that, but it's so good, too, because when somebody gets the evidence and they get, get the messages, they, they feel better. You can They shift. That's you know? awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for speaking with me about death and dying and, and all the amazing work you're doing. You are doing life-changing work, so thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you so much, and thanks for asking me. It was an honor. Thank yeah. you. The honor was mine. The honor, truly is mine. Reverend Angela App not only was gracious enough to sit down with me and share what mediumship is to help demystify it for me, but she was empathetic enough to share her own story of what led her here and why she's doing this and how her and I are talking today. She's a prime example of why people from all around the world come to Lilydale, New York in search of answers of their own whether it be about someone on the other side or about their own budding sensitivity. When we return, you'll hear, unedited, my own personal reading from Reverend App. Does mom come through? Does anyone? Hear for yourself the moment of truth. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. From the moment I met her, I immediately felt a comfort with Reverend Angela Abt. A peace. She's both warm and welcoming, and she has an energy about her that allows you to feel safe. I knew that I was led to her for a reason, and almost immediately upon meeting her, I'd find out what that reason was. I believe that we all that we all have spirit guides and guardian angels and our loved ones on the other side. And when I do a reading, my guides connect to yours. Okay. That's where I get my information. Okay. Awesome. I always believe this is for healing purposes and highest and best and guidance always. Okay. So I always um, start out and I say prayer. Okay. And then I, and then I'm, I, and I see things. I get feelings. I get words. I'll give you whatever comes. Okay. okay. I'll ask if it makes sense. If it doesn't, tell me no. It's okay. I can get more information. Okay. Okay. All right. You ready? Okay. Oh, God. As we open the door to communication in unity of the Holy Spirit, the great I am presence of the universe, we give thanks for we know that the words spoken are filled with your love, truth, 
wisdom and understanding of the highest. Amen. Do you have a grandpa on the other side that you were real close to? I feel like a grandpa that had a great sense of humor. Because I, I feel like a gentleman kind of stepping in and the first thing I'm seeing is is like his big smile. Okay, so like a big smile and a, and a good sense of humor. He was fun. He was almost like a big kid himself. Do you understand? I do. Okay. And this and, and is this mom mom's um, husband or this yes. other grandpa? Because I, yeah, I felt like that's who, that's who it was. I keep feeling like, like when he smiled, it's like his smile reached his eyes and I see sparkling eyes. I, f- I feel like he was somebody too who was a strong man too and and I feel like it feels like you could, felt like you could lean on him. Mm-hmm. Like he was somebody you could always go to for advice. Like I want to say like second father is kind of what this feels like to mm-hmm. me for you. Okay. With him. Okay. Um, I feel like he steps in with you a lot. Okay. okay. I feel like he has his hand like on, on your shoulder like all the time letting, if he's proud of you. You know, working hard was important i feel like he was a hard-working man and and he always he um i see him shaking hands i feel like a handshake kind of man do you understand mm-hmm. okay because i feel like you're the same way and i feel like if you say you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do something or i'm gonna be there for somebody you are and you put like about a thousand percent of yourself into anything you do and i feel like he was that way as well mm-hmm. and he's saying you you it's it, like you learned that from him okay. okay all right did he cross when you were younger yes okay it feels like you were younger okay but i feel like he's still kind of had a presence in your life always mm-hmm. all right so he I, so i want to say i feel like he's saying i came through first because once the women get talking i won't be able to get in now. okay so <laughs> and I feel that's like something that he would say oh is it something yes. okay all right okay so all right and, and i feel like the whole time that we've been doing this i feel like my mom and your mom probably would have been friends mm-hmm. yeah because i feel like your mom was like my mom always pushed me and nudged me along and i feel like your mom's doing the same thing mm-hmm. your your mom your mom is saying like there's no way like I feel you were the most important person to your mom in her life mm-hmm. like I feel like it was almost like the two of you like the two of us to, against the world kind mm-hmm. of thing the two of us can make it through like 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 she she's saying she was the mom and she supported you but I feel like you supported her too mm-hmm. like it feels like that's just kind of the, the way the connection was between the two of you mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you believe in past lives okay I believe in that too that's a whole, whole, whole other topic <laughs> but I feel like she's showing me that the two of you were together I feel like in, in so many lives and, and you will be again but 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 I can hear her saying as I'm saying that too she's saying but I don't want him to think he has to wait until like another life for us to be together I am with him all the time I don't know if you have anything happen where it feels like I keep seeing like lights flickering or lights blinking mm-hmm. and I also feel I keep seeing pennies I don't know if you find pennies or find coins she's giving me things pay attention if, if you don't okay because okay? I because I feel like you're gonna have that I keep seeing something lights flickering i don't know what that's about but i see that too um i also am seeing i feel like cardinals and i feel like blue jays okay so i'm seeing two different kinds of birds and both of them appear almost daily in my backyard oh all right okay mm-hmm. so you understand that yeah. okay that's good because because i because i feel like she's trying her best to figure out ways and, and, and i feel like she talks to you all the time too it's like she kind of comes to you in dreams i'm seeing that as well yeah. okay does she yes and you wake up in the morning because i feel like your mom was a great advice giver mm-hmm. like i feel like your mom would have been the person if you were trying to figure out what am i going to do next like she would have been the one yeah. she was very sincere and kind i feel 
like a very, very kind heart mm -hmm. and very, very giving and very genuine and also had a sense of humor, too. Yeah. And she, she's saying she had to have a sense of humor because you made her laugh all the time. Like, I feel, I feel, I feel that. She's saying that that's, that that's what you did. Like, I could see you as a, as a little kid. Like, your charm. I get, I, you got away with things with your sense of humor. Okay, and your charm. Does that make sense? Yes. And she, yeah, okay, I, yeah, yeah, I'm seeing that too. Okay, so, so, um, but definitely I feel that with her. She was, like, I see giving and I see since a lot, a lot of sincerity with her. Like, I feel she was the kind of person that if you needed, really needed the shirt off her back, she'd give it to you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people say th those kinds of things, but I feel like with your mom, that's exactly who she was, yeah. 100%. She gave advice, like, 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 I hear wise. I feel like she was very very wise it feels to me like she was intuitive too because mm -hmm. i could because i feel like the advice she gave sometimes like if you were to ask her it's like where did they that even come from i feel she was intuitive mm -hmm. does that make sense yes yeah very very much so i don't even know if you thought of it as intuition like back then as you would now kind of looking back right at it, okay yeah um i feel um definitely um grandma or mom 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 you call her okay i feel like her stepping in too i feel like she liked having the mom mom because it was like yes two moms or something mm -hmm. like almost like that made her more important you know <laughs> and she's kind of laughing about that too i feel like an easygoing ness with her too yeah did somebody drink tea or coffee or something was that her yes okay. she drank tea all the tea, time yeah it's, it's like i saw those teacups with the the china teacups with the saucer i don't know if she used yes. those yeah okay yeah does somebody have those uh, I do. Okay, good. Because yeah. because I because I feel that she's saying you should drink tea out of those. Because mm. I don't feel like you do, and I don't, I don't even know if you drink tea. Okay, yeah. but I but I feel like it's whatever you drink, drink drink it out of those once in a while because because you'll have her energy with you when you do. Because okay. I feel she was just as important to you as your mom. Yeah, I mean we we her and I had an extremely you were best close friends. Yeah. Best friends. Like I can hear her saying I was like a second mom to him, mm -hmm. but we were best friends and we had fun together like mm -hmm. you know we we did things together we had fun like i could see almost the two of you almost like missed mischievous together i don't <laughs> yeah. know it feels like that and kind of laughing together and and, and do, like let's go do this or let's go sneak and do that okay mm -hmm. um i feel so i feel like they they all three of them want you to know and, and grandpa too like i feel like they all want you to know you didn't call him grandpa papa papa okay mm -hmm. yeah he said he said i said grampy said that's not what he called me i heard him say mm -hmm. that okay so so but but i feel like they're showing me that um, you're on the right path. Okay, I feel like definitely on the right path in your life. And it feels to me that as you're doing that, okay, like I feel like business-wise, I, I see doors opening, but I feel personally too, okay? Like, I don't know, I feel like question marks are around your head, like mm -hmm. you question everything yeah. and you're always wondering about everything. And so so I feel like they're saying, just, just keep on going and don't worry and don't feel like you have to push yourself. Just kind of go with the flow and let things fall into place and they will, all right? Like yeah. almost like I could I feel like I'm I'm hearing they're saying not that we were good at this but be patient okay. just be patient it will all come like at, at, at the exact time whether you choose to believe in mediumship or not there are numerous and specific things that Angela said to me that are impossible for her to have known we had never met each other before this reading was the first time that I had ever even spoken to her. I had never even been in Lilydale before. And there was no fishing on her part. There was no Googling me beforehand. 
and we did that on purpose, with Nate reaching out to the various guests. From the reading that Reverend Knapp gave me, there are concrete examples of things that she knew, and I have no scientific explanation to explain how she knew them. Do I think Angela was in touch with mom, and subsequently mom and pop-pop? I truly, truly do. I went into Lilydale, New York, ready to explain away anything that may have happened. My goal in coming here, as it has been with this entire series, is to explore the various aspects of death and grief and belief systems and the afterlife. What I didn't expect was to be totally floored by what I feel here in Lilydale. This undeniable energy, this feeling, I, I can't even describe it. I didn't expect to feel mom in the room with me as I got my reading from Reverend App. I didn't expect to hear words that she had literally said to me, word for word, coming out of the Reverend's lips. None of it, to me, is explainable by conventional science. My time in Lilydale with Reverend Apt and with Tom have convinced me that there is certainly something to mediumship. I imagine it to like how some people are exceptional at music while most others aren't. Maybe some people have the gift of sensitivity to be able to hear those on the other side. And most others aren't. I certainly believe that now more than I ever have. And if anyone in history would be there to make contact with me, would do anything in their power to give me signs that they're there, it'd be mom. And that, in my mind, there is no question she did. Next time on Death, Grief, and Other Shit We Don't Discuss, I discuss the first year after mom passed. What has it been like navigating these uncharted waters? How have I gotten through? And how I haven't? Plus, I speak with Dr. Catherine Shear of Columbia University's Center for Complicated Grief about what complicated grief is, how we can navigate out of it, and so much more. I'm going there crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. 
This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.